Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Colleen, Colleen. Hey, girl. I'm happy to be supporting you, next to you, Oh, with my God. You. I just love that we do this. I know. It's so That fun. makes me feel so good. And I just have goosebumps to you just saying that. I know. And yeah. it's great to see so many women thriving in our area and in our business right now. I just love how strong women are in our industry, in this area of the country, because it's not normal, you know, for in the real estate industry on both sides, lending and real estate side to have so many strong women. Yeah. It's usually male dominated. I think the top 25 agents, probably 20 to 15 of them are all women. It's I so love great. That. It's I so love great. That. Yes. Don't you love just celebrating each other and just like, I love hooting and hollering for, for our, our ladies out there that are doing well. And, you know, I mean, I'm not, it's not that I'm partial. I just find myself more bonded to, to women. And I think that's why I have an all-female team not by intention. I've had guys on my team. They just didn't cut the mustard and they needed to go. Right. So they just weren't the right fit. And I'm, I mean, but it makes me feel so good to support them. You know, I love that saying, like, be the kind of woman that adjusts the other woman's crown without her noticing. Exactly. I love that. Same. And But full disclosure, back in like high school and you don't know who you You're are. You're all bitches. Well, and I was probably too, like, I would, like, if somebody else did bad, that somehow made me think that I was doing better. Oh, or if you see somebody fall, like... You were nice. No. Well, I was actually, I was really nice, but I was, I think I had more envy and more sure. comparison yeah. and constantly seeing where I ranked and especially with sports. Like, it was a confidence issue of yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And nothing yeah. to do with other people. No. And as I grow more into myself and my confidence and knowing who I am, I don't feel that way at all anymore. I'll get jealous when I see another great listing. I'm like, oh, that bitch, but good for you. Good for you. You see see it gritted teeth. Good for you. (laughs) But I mean, so here's the thing. It's law of attraction, right? So if you're, if you're sending out bad energy to be to that girl that got the listing and you didn't, you're telling the, you're telling the universe that you don't want listings. Exactly. And I've, I've told this story before too, but I just can't get over this. Every time I make cold calls, whether I get a listing appointment or not, yeah. my phone rings from somebody else yep. from just making those phone calls. Because you want to talk to people. I want to talk to people mm-hmm. and whatever you believe in, whether it's prayer or meditation right. or anything, putting that out into the universe, it does come back to you. Oh my gosh. I could totally geek out about this. I, so I love, love the idea of energy. And, you know, we, we are taught about our atoms and our, and our protons and neutrons and all of that stuff. Well, that's a very small percentage of what we're actually made of. We're not just like this bag of guts. You know, we're actually, there's humongous space in between all of those little particles and all those little pieces that we learn about. And that space is filled full of energy. And I've, what, through research, I've been learning about like, you know, the law of attraction and like, I mean, just simple things like um, mass prayer. Like if we're all get together and we're praying for one person because somebody that we know is sick or something, that energy pushing that energy in that direction. We've all seen the power of prayer. And that's a really, really good example. And it it makes me 
feel more connected to people because we're all made up of energy. Collective energy is real. You can go into certain areas, certain towns and just feel positive energy. And I've been traveling a lot lately and in New York, everyone's mm-hmm. just angry and short. And we went oh. with a bunch of Montana people to um, New York and everyone kept saying, you guys are so nice. And they were just shocked. <laughs> they were just You're like- so nice. They were just, every yeah. waiter we had, every person we met, and they were like, almost like, what's wrong with you guys? Like, and it's because that's what you're looking for. It's what we're looking for. And there's a crazy, great collective energy in Bozeman where people are outside, they're yeah. experiencing just a happier collective energy here. And that energy does pass through your body and to other people. And when you wave at somebody or give somebody a quick smile, you feel it and then you smile to the person next to you. And it does keep traveling. Energy flows where attention goes. And I think that's massive when you think about doing cold calls. Even like your example of of waving, I've been doing a ton of walking with this um, fitness program that I've been on. I have to do a bunch of walking. And every time a vehicle goes by, you know, I was getting really mad because people weren't waving. And I was like, I was just finding myself just twisting up. And sure enough, nobody's waving and nobody's waving, nobody's waving. I'm like, I'm drawing this to me. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to be the type of person that waves every single person because I'm from Montana and I'm going to do it that way. So I'm waving at every single car. I'm smiling at them and they're all waving and smiling back at me. It's so, I just got chills when you said that. It really is crazy. And when I've been in my downward spirals, suddenly like, oh, everything's bad's happening to me because you're that's what you're thinking. When yeah. you suddenly think, oh, I have a great life and all these great things are happening to me, the positivity and energy comes. And when you do that for other women too, it comes back to you. Yeah. And if we are in a group of women and everyone's talking crap about them, you know, when you leave the room, they're going to be talking crap about you too. Yeah. But if you're one who silences that conversation yeah. or just changes the subject, like you don't have to be a bitch about it and say, I'm not talking, just change no. the subject. Just change and let the them know you're not interested in having that conversation. Yeah. Then they're not going to talk about you behind your back either. I think it's important to, though too, and you're, I think you're classier than I am because I think that I, sometimes <laughs> I think people need, need just, because we don't, nobody, nobody's being a mama to us. You know, there's nobody that's, that's saying, hey, don't talk like that. You know, there's no, so I think it's important as women to, in this is, I mean, this is conversation about supporting other women. I think part of supporting other women is helping them to get better. And, you know, if you see a bunch of women that are trash talking somebody else, and I'm totally guilty of it to be like, hey girls, we don't need to talk like that. Let's talk about something better. Cause you know what? Like then that's just, it's going to, we're just going to feel like crap when we go home and then we're going to be crappy to our husbands. Like, let's not talk about that. Like that does support women. Yes. Let's talk about ideas and thoughts and ourselves and philosophies instead of other people. Success. Yes. Talk about success and goals and the next level and how you're, what's working for you and how you're dealing with that. And instead of mean girling people, I mean, there's all sorts of mean girls in this industry and you and I have talked about it and there's a level of like, you don't want to be too nice because you don't want to appear as being, you know, phony, phony or a doormat or amicable to every single thing that, you know, every whim that somebody's going to want or something. You have to be able to hold, hold your ground, but you don't have to be nasty. Right. And this is something that I'm getting better at that we keep talking about, but saying no and saying what you believe, it doesn't make you a bad person. And oftentimes when you're the one person in the room that says what everyone else is thinking, you actually get more respect. Mm -hmm. And that can create other people to stand up and say what they believe as well. You know, a long time ago when political correctness came out and everybody was, you know, started to be told what things we're not allowed to say or that's not appropriate to say anymore or you can't talk like that or say that word or any of that. That was the beginning of being taught not to say what we actually think. 
And I think that has gone too far the other direction. And there are so many things going on right now. And all that evil needs is for, is for good people to say nothing. And I think in supporting these women that are, support women that are saying something. Don't just like their comments, support them. Say, I agree with that. Say, like, use words, use words. And, you know, unfortunately in our social media where we can just like and heart things and blah, 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 that's not enough. We need humans. Yes, we can have debate. I think we should have debate. Healthy, good debate is what our country was founded on. And we need to have more of it. I love talking with my girlfriends about politics. They sometimes shut it down. Like, no, this is real. This, this is, is good. This is fun. And if we disagree, like, it's okay. I, mean, I love you. You love me. We respect yeah. each other. Let's have the conversation and push each other and see what we really We don't have to think, think the same. No. And you find out you connect. You have so much more that you believe in, no matter what. There's so much more in common than there are differences. And so when mm-hmm. you find the common ground, then you can start to see where the differences are and then where you can realign. And just acknowledge that, oh, I believe something different than you believe. And it's, I find it really enjoyable. I do too. And I think part of supporting women is to encouraging women to use their voices, whatever it is that you need, to, that, that you feel. I don't care which voice, you, which, what you have to say. I mean, or which opinion that you have, as long as you're using your voice. I feel like there's so many things that are happening to us in our world right now and nobody's saying anything. It's like crickets. It's so, crickets. Like, how is this happening? And nobody is saying anything. And our past history of being women is like, yes, yes, I can do that for you. I'll make that happen and just go along with everything. And so we are seeing women step up to the plate more and stay more in the boardroom. And it's great, but it's, it's hard. It really Mm -hmm. is hard to not just be a pleaser all the time. And I think the more we see it, the more it'll open up the doors for other people to do it as well. I mean, a controversial topic right now is the de- defining line between what, what is women and what is not. And I, it's actually pretty heartbreaking to me because I think women have fought for decades, for over 100 years, for a voice, for a vote, for equal pay, for equal opportunity to do the things that men have. And now that line is being blurred by people that are calling themselves women and taking things away from actual women that are chromosomed to be women. And I think it's, I think it's atrocious. It's, it's men, they're, they're, they're men taking things away from women just because they're deciding to dress like a woman. I struggle with this one. Like I, with the swimmer that just came out, I was looking at yeah. her stats of how they did go down with the testosterone thing, but me being an athlete, this is one of the ones where I really don't know. I really struggle with it. I'm interested in your opinion on the athlete part of it because I'm all for like, like, do you, you do whatever it is you want to do to your body. I mean, it's America, whatever you want to do, Godspeed. I really, really do believe that. So, but I I think there should be another division, like let them compete together. My husband and I talk about this too, but there's also not enough athletes for that to be, to really make it work. And so, but when I was looking at the, the swimmer, I can't remember her name, um, but there's all over social media, but I was looking at, so the Leah world, Thomas. Is, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. The world record for the men and the women in her event. And then where she was previous trip of, for her transact or uh, transition. And then after, and her numbers were pretty much the same percentages down from yeah. where they were pr- before. And that was one of the thing, the first thing I've ever seen that was like, well, okay, so things do physically change, but Again, me being an athlete, if I'm competing against someone who is born male, I, th- that would piss me off. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, as a professional athlete, you know, you spent your whole life, you know, your whole young adult life becoming the most amazing soccer player that your body would allow you to be. Right. You know, and you're a little bitty tiny thing. 
you know, and you have a six foot four man who comes in that says now he's a woman and now he's competing against you and mowing you, your tiny ass over, you know, I mean, like, it's not the same thing. I just think, I mean, I'm all for everybody participating and doing all the things that they want to do. I think that that's really great. But I just think it tromps on all the work. Like, where are the feminists at this point? Where are the feminists that are that are supporting women that have have women have female chromosomes? Yeah. You know, I mean, where is where is where are they now? I just it just seems very quiet now. When I don't See, know, and I've seen we just had a transgender person who got voted Woman of the Year. I, I'm like, why wasn't that given? There's a bajillion women out there that, that should have been given. That was super controversial. And I did see some feminists uh, step up both ways on that, where some people were super for it and some were against. Mm-hmm. I think it's an interesting conversation. And I don't know what the right answer is here. No. Of course not. Neither of us do. No. Um, but yeah, or like, so just playing soccer, I play with mostly men currently. And I play completely different style. I play one touch, two touch. Mm -hmm. Uh, The few tournaments I get to go to where I play with all women, I can constantly beat them on the dribble. I shoot way more. I have way more assists on and on. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one. I really don't know. It's a tough one. Yeah. It's a tough one. I mean, I mean, that's one great thing that we have in America. Like you can choose, you have the right to choose what it is you want to do with your body. Yeah. And I mean, I'm all, whatever. You I, do I like you. this rabbit hole we went down supporting I women. I do too. I mean, totally I'm so, I mean, supporting women. I think that, I don't know. I'm, str- I'm, I'm on the struggle bus on it a little bit. I think we should support women and we should support humans, but we should, should still allow women to have their space, to still allow women to have their voice and have it not be shared with a man. And I, I think that line is being crossed and I think we're confusing the very basic things for our children between what is a man and what is a woman. That's getting very convoluted and confusing. And it's not convoluted. You can look at a skeleton and you can tell if they're a man or a woman. I don't care what you do with your body, but you are a man or you are a woman. That's, that's, those are just the facts of life. It's true. Uh, see, and I know very few trans people, so I wish I knew more so that I could speak better on it. Yeah. And yeah. Maybe we could find a trans person to come on and talk to us. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that. there's some really beautiful, beautiful people out there and they're great people. And I just don't know the struggle. I do mm-hmm. believe that they believe that. And I've also heard so many other stories about it and so forth. Um, but I would like to hear someone else talk about it because yeah. it's something I don't, I'm not very well educated on. I think that it's one of those things that we were talking about that needs to be discussed. That's not being discussed right now because like you and I are a good example. We don't know, we don't have enough information to have an informed conversation about it right. or even an, an informed opinion. And I think that's one of the things that is the biggest struggle with Americans right now is that they're so busy in their own lives that they're not taking the time to get educated information so that they can, they can form an actual opinion that's based on facts and not based on what we're told to think. Right. And that's why if we talk to somebody, I think it'd be really interesting to say, hey, were you ever an athlete before your transition? Are you after? What are you seeing that's different? Are you, do you still feel like you're the same athlete? Yeah. Do you feel like it's unfair? I think that'd be really fun. Yeah, I think it would be, you know, I think it's important to get your information, not just from the news. Right. You know, you need to, the news is absolutely, it's designed to convey a thought in a massive way. Um, and so that everyone is thinking the same way. It's designed to get your emotions going in a specific way. Like a, a really good example right now is the Ukraine and, and Russia situation. We have no idea what is actually going on. We only know what we're told. 
But so everyone is just like immediately going on board with what, you know, help Ukraine. Well, we don't really know the real situation and what it is, how many people are actually educated enough to know what it is that Putin is actually demanding and why he feels that way. And like, we don't have enough information to have an opinion, but people are just diving in. And I think that that's where, where we're foolhardy. And unfortunately, I think we need more education on what's actually happening. And that involves going outside the news. Well, and that's the problem is there's so much information. Yeah. Like it's so hard to dial in. And with algorithms, even when you look up, Google already knows what side of the spectrum you're on and they'll send you to certain sites based on that, especially with YouTube and even Instagram and everything. Yeah. So it it is hard. And it's it's really, really hard to find out what the true source is. Yeah. And you literally can Google anything and find your opinion to be right. Absolutely. And so, you know, yeah, on anything. I mean, I could could find out that I have cancer if I Google enough stuff. Yeah, (laughs) totally, totally. And so, I mean, that's why I think it's just important to like actually go to the source, like go and actually read an actual translation of Putin's speeches. Like, go read a translation, what he's talking about. Like, wouldn't that, I mean, who's done that? Have you? Yeah, I have. I have gone and read and read it. I don't have a side other than I don't think that we should just 100% dive into supporting Ukraine. And I certainly don't think that we should be spending trillions of dollars on supporting them when we have literally war in our streets and our major cities happening right now. And we're just handing this money away and looking away from cities like Chicago that 100 people are murdered every weekend in Chicago right now. And we're looking the other direction. I think that that's atrocious. I think we need to take care of what's going on at home. Our own country is falling apart while we are all staring at Ukraine thinking that they're, they've done nothing wrong. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm definitely, everything that I've seen, and maybe that's just because I have definitely never read one of Putin's <laughs> translated speeches, mm-hmm. but totally like what I see happening in Ukraine is just heartbreaking and crushing. And you see the pictures and photos and it, it's heartbreaking. You don't want to war anywhere. No. No matter what. Um, no. But, but there's wars that happening in other places that we aren't, that we aren't right. told about. And because probably, we're told this is what we're supposed to focus on. So they're drawing our attention to this so we can all forget what happened with COVID. You know, <laughs> I mean, like, where did COVID go? What happened to Are COVID? Are we finally free? Are we finally free? No, COVID? COVID didn't just go away. It didn't just, I mean, it's just, it, it, it's, I don't know. I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I see conspiracy. So anyways. Oh, he's supporting women. Let, that's so funny. I like the rabbit holes. I find it so much more yeah. fun though. Well, I support you and I love everything that you're doing. And Me I too. just love that we get to do this together. I love that, you know, that we bring women on here and talk about their their journeys and all the things that they are yeah, doing. we've only had two men and it was our husbands <laughs> talking about us. I know we've <laughs> talked about other guests that we could have on and talking about potentially having guys in here. I mean, maybe. I guess I just, with a podcast called Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, I just feel a little feminine to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, girl. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate. 